0: <laughs> all right how, how long are we gonna let this <laughs> go play the whole thing welcome to the tlc podcast everybody yeah, <laughs> when i
1: when i searched no scrubs on apple music you know what came up is that people actually searched tlc no scrubs <laughs> and i realized it was, i didn't know it was a cover it was actually an isley brothers song <laughs> called <laughs> from back in the day called no scrubs <laughs> originally written
0: by the beach boys oh yes of course that is brian wilson all over it that song you can just tell no (laughs) i can actually hear them doing that now that you say that yeah let's and and i can hear uncle jesse being a part of the cover somehow (laughs) because you know that he's involved in that yeah absolutely all right welcome to the last episode of no fucking ZD. (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm brendan you're evan we're here to talk sopranos go Okay. All
1: right. So S two E three. Yes. Part one. <laughs> <Redux>. <laughs> toodle
0: Toodle fucking ooh. This is the director's cut of the Toodle Fucking Ooh podcast. Yes, it is. Um great fun episode. This is uh we meet maybe just one. Like of, you sister. And just, thank you. Uh we meet maybe one of the if not the best antagonist for Tony Soprano in the the series. Elliot (laughs) Kupferberg. Exactly. We all know the famous battle scene at the end of season six between (laughs) Elliot and Tony. Elliot actually (laughs) is the one that shoots Tony in the final scene in the finale. (laughs) And then he just just sucks on that water bottle immediately (laughs) after.
1: (laughs) Okay, so actually, I'm so glad we're jumping right in. Okay, That water bottle makes it through all six seasons. Yeah, with like the mesh thing around it. The mesh thing around it, and he takes, you know what really kills me is that he has the sport top you know what what do you mean the little pop thing oh yeah suck on but he he unscrews it and takes it off like he's some sort of bonehead this is not like a third world country this is new jersey yeah oh
0: god he's very very cringeworthy there's no way around it. i just love him i think he's great and his daughter is like a giant you know oh yeah yes you're (laughs) right
1: i kind of like backed away from (laughs)
0: like right at that moment it's cool i got you she could probably beat me up is all i'm gonna say that's very true Yeah. yeah um yes we meet Eli- we don't meet Elliot this time around I think we've seen him before but I forget
1: um well I, we, I don't think so I think I guess this, you're right this is the first time we've met Dr. Elliot Kupferberg you're right
0: actually because yeah why would we have met him in the first season um, no we
1: actually get two insights into Melfi in this episode we do can you name the other one uh, the dream. Yeah, she has a dream. And uh, the fact that she gives really good blowjobs. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, that's a really good point. I'm writing that down. I missed that part. I think I was in the bathroom for that scene. Yes. The, the blowy scene. Oh, God. Did uh, she, is she the one who gave the blowjob to Richie April in the strip club? Yeah, that's her. On? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and shit. And she
0: charges her therapy rate for that, I think, actually. <laughs> that's expensive. Why, that's an expensive blowjob. Yeah, it's going to be uh, like dollars at least, I would say. I therapy rate, what, what is it, like three an hour? You know? Probably, wow. yeah. Um. Yeah, we uh <laughs> we meet Cooper. I'm only paying Kupferberg. for forty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> uh, we meet. Yeah, we meet a couple people in this episode. We meet Elliot Cooperberg as Cooperberg, however you say it. I don't. Doesn't matter. Doesn't care. Who cares?
1: Um, just look. We talked about making the podcast better. Okay. You're right. Actually. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Elliot Cooper. We meet him pretty early on. Cup-y. We meet uh beans beanie. Beansy. And Beansy. And we also meet Richie Abreal. <laughs> and
1: we met Beanies. We <laughs> met Beanie Babies. The Beanie Baby episode here. Yeah.
0: Uh, and we meet Richie Abreal. Who's, who's the the scariest guy, basically, until Feach Lamana. Who, yeah, who also gets a mention in this
1: episode, by the way. Right. Uh, Richie says that he was made before the electric light, which is a really good line. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't pick up on that, actually. That's great.
1: Feach was made before the electric light. <laughs>
0: um yeah so uh this episode deals with richie getting out of prison and immediately causing problems for tony and uh just you know we get a glimpse of what he's gonna the issues gonna he's gonna cause like all season long for tony basically right exactly and then also uh the other big thing going on here is, is meadow also causing problems for tony two people that tony should have power over but somehow doesn't no um and
1: so perhaps we should start by talking about meadow First of all, she had like uh, a like a real like slam bang rager at her Holy grandma's shit. house. Yeah. I never had a party that hard.
0: I, I we're both we're both pushing we're both pushing 50 basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, in my life I've my never My son's about to graduate high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh in my life I've never I don't think I've ever seen a party that crazy. Like I, maybe once or
1: twice. I mean, I've seen people that are that crazy like at the club, but yeah. like but like with that amount of like barfing and police intervention and, <laughs> and things like that and ODing on special s- K and ecstasy yeah i think that someone needed to cons- some some writers should have consulted their teenage kids
0: before they wrote that line yeah but then i, don't I think, think many people take
1: special k and ecstasy
0: i don't think so either special K is clonopin, right it's an anxiety medication ketamine oh ketamine oh okay all right then i'm all kinds of ketamine um,
1: and people can get lost in the in a k hole where they like f- right, get frozen right right special k and ecstasy it, it's like it's insane that's an that's, insane level insane. of drug use
0: yes that's nuts
1: but okay so kudos kid hey i'm sure you had a great <laughs> time go. yeah um i love that it's like a huge crime scene and Tony's driving up on it. And yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking, do you remember the first time you saw the episode? Did you think that Tony was coming up on like yeah, for s- sure. someone getting murdered? Is that what's supposed to be the feeling
0: that you get? Yeah. I think you're supposed to definitely think like, oh, we're, we're coming up on like either like a late night meeting or yeah, something's about to go down. He's going to, yeah, I think you're definitely supposed to think that.
1: The switcherino.
0: Yep. The old switcherino. Yeah. um, Meadow, uh, of course, you know, takes no blame for this at all. It's not her fault. It's all like, it's kind of, like shocking
1: how little blame she takes yeah and then she like she does basically everything but like start cutting herself in front of her parents yeah to exactly. like guilt trip them and it's excellent
0: yeah and uh and definitely uses her dad's negotiation skills there to get what she wants but wouldn't make she, the make tony feel like you know he's done something there but you know really that was her whole idea
1: yeah she's quite good at it she's yeah. learned from the best she's more like tony than carmella yeah that's for sure but it's, she's really bitchy
0: yeah it's not too unlike what Tony's essentially doing to Junior or what he was doing to Junior, like making, convincing him that, like, oh, you're still, you're still, you're still the boss. You're still in charge. But really, you know, not at all. That's a really good point. Um, and uh, yeah, Meadows certainly learned a lot from her dad. And uh, yeah, she's. This is, she's, she's tough. She's tough on her parents this episode. <laughs> she's really tough
1: on her parents. I'd never want to have kids yeah. after watching this episode. I don't think kids are necessary. <laughs> um, but like, I love how she, so we find out in this episode that she has a Discover card,
0: <laughs> which, which is pretty funny. Also crazy. Like, yeah, yeah I didn't get it my first credit card till like in my twenties, probably like.
1: Basically. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. My parents never would have been like, here, here's like a, an endless like bucket of money for you to pull from. Yeah. Like no way
0: here put us in debt basically. Yeah, exactly
1: <laughs> like my mom would let me borrow her card every now and then she'd be like where's the chain you know like that kind of thing
0: I would have probably come home with like a jet ski and like <laughs> yeah, exactly. all this other crazy shit and just not thought twice about it and if I would
1: have been like that episode of *Rocco's modern life where he gets a credit card and he like, <laughs> he, like he buys a boat and like jeans <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Rocko's Modern Life podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the next one. Once, yeah. <laughs> once we hit like 10,000 followers, right. we're going to stop doing Sopranos and well, th- switch to Rocko's Modern Life. <laughs> yeah, after today's last episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyways, all right. So yeah, Meadow had this ridiculous
0: party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, I mean, this whole episode deals with people playing the blame game, it seems. Like she's, uh, right. it's not just her, you know, like Janice later in the episode will be talking about Tony. And she'll say almost word for word what Tony or Carmela says about Meadow, that nothing right. is ever his fault. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not just, uh, also I think Richie. April does it to beans a little bit. Like mm-hmm. he kind of like takes out the blame on going to jail on, on beansing, you know, like, right. Right. Beans right. He right, says, right. Oh, I invested my money wisely. You didn't. But Richie's like, really still mad about it. Um, well,
1: Richie did 10 years. Yeah. So he's pretty <laughs> fucked up.
0: He's got a right to be fucked up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just kind of thought that was interesting that they, they all, no one wants to take the blame for anything in this episode at all.
1: No, they don't. And, and, um,
0: well, except Melfi. I was gonna. Yeah, that's well. That was gonna be my next point. Except, with the exception of Melfi, she's the only one who takes any sort of fault for any kind of wrongdoing, and even when she doesn't need to, like Cooperberg or Cooperberg points out, that like she doesn't, she shouldn't feel guilty about the patient who committed suicide because it wasn't her fault.
1: But another, I mean, it's the second one that's committed. Everybody's killing themselves on her.
0: Is it the second one though? Or? Yeah,
1: it's the second one. She said, "I had another patient commit." Do you mean there are more than two? Oh no! I thought that
0: she was just referring to the same one. She said she had
1: another patient commit suicide.
0: Hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe that's the same one. I kind of assumed it was the same one because when one. I hear that line, I'm like, "Shit, that's the second one." Fuck. Yeah. You know. Well, she might have had. I'm. Um, <laughs> Melfi. It might be funny might if we have found been listening out. Listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then they took themselves out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's the only one. She talks about in therapy with Elliot that like um you know young girls like don't have to take responsibility for anything and she tried to
1: oh yeah that's actually a good that's a that's a good get you you because Thanks. meadow didn't take responsibility for anything thank you we'll you, be right back you watched the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: you watched the episode i i can tell <laughs> i can tell this time yeah um should we talk about melfi a little bit like she she runs into tony in this episode she runs
1: into tony and and honestly it's like it, it's a great
0: scene with yeah. johnny sack
1: and big puss oh yeah i love that they're all there and uh paulie is there yep and Sil. and Sil. yeah
0: and um and you her, know melphie and her friends just all split one bottle of wine. She says,
1: "I can't believe we finished one Jesus bottle, of Christ. a whole bottle of wine." A bunch m- of losers, bunch of losers, and, and meanwhile we're sitting here and we've drank like fourteen or fifteen beers each before starting this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but separately in the dark, <laughs> and then we came and met afterward. <laughs>
0: It's been established. We don't, we sit here in the studio actually all week long in between episodes and just stare at each other. And then suddenly (laughs) we just turn it on and we're going. That's how the magic happens. That's what the Rolling Stones did, we heard. (laughs) So we try and make
1: that happen. Um, But yeah, so they're at the, like some Italian place um, and Melfi sees Tony and she really does look like a a weirdo ex-girlfriend, the way she's staring at him with that grin. Yeah. Like,
0: ah,
1: it's kind of terrible. Yeah.
0: And the cut is kinda weird. She just like is suddenly there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like But weird, I think that awkward.
1: cut is there like that on purpose because he looks up, you know, yeah. and he's like surprised by it and you're like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: for sure. It's it's supposed to feel like very awkward. I yeah. Would say. yeah. And it does big time. Yeah. Um and of course Polly has like one of the more probably the classic joke for me at least of the series the blowjob joke is fucking fantastic i really like that yeah Yeah. he's
1: he's he's good with those but then he repeats it right which which we do too (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but like right in that moment it's like such a good touch yeah how he does that and then also and pussy talking about how he's uh he's he's good at two things basically (laughs) Pulling dents and spotting good blowjobs, <laughs> <laughs> and those were classic bl- blowjob lips or something like that. Yeah. Top-notch blow blowjay lippies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the way they're talking about Tony's therapist though, is like so strange. It would be so strange for me if someone was talking about my therapist like that. Yeah. I mean, my therapist was like an old guy. Right. So like, (laughs) I don't know if he's great at giving (laughs) blowjobs, but like, but like he's sitting there and he gets so annoyed, Yeah, you know? And I, and I feel like it's partially because he wants to not, Uh, Partially because he wants to go back to therapy And he kind of knows that And he's like He wants to change the subject But also like They're talking about Melfi Like giving blowjobs They're talking about her boobs and shit
0: Yeah He immediately gets like Kind of protective of it a little bit Yeah Which is weird Well and he also never Did actually get that blowjob from her Even though he really wanted it Oh that's a good point And dreamt about it And uh You know Oh
1: yeah she She wanted his cannoli Yeah Yeah Damn A,
0: A hybrid Melfi arena Was sucking on that cannoli That's hot Yeah Yeah Not bad um and uh she says the the classic toodle fucking ooh thing, which is it is so awkward and embarrassing and, like... Oh, my God. You know. I
1: hate watching it. Yeah. I hate watching it. But
0: I'm glad to know that even Melfi stays up at night just thinking about all the embarrassing things that she does, because I do that often. And she
1: goes to therapy and plays th- pays three an hour yeah. to uh, talk about it.
0: You think that, like, maybe they have some kind of thing worked out where she doesn't pay for therapy? Well, and, okay. Like, so,
1: my mom's a therapist, and one of the things that she does is, like, sometimes if she has a challenging patient or, like, there's a question mark about something, she'll pay for a session with another therapist yeah. to, like... get advice and like she sees it she sees it as a professional courtesy to pay for the time because like if you're asking that kind of advice it's basically a therapy session and so she insists on paying for the session I was always confused by it though because she because Kupferberg later on mentions that she she, he says you know this is your therapy this is it here Mm -hmm. you know that's not your because she's talking about how it's therapeutic for her to see Tony way down the line We don't need to go there right now. We'll get to that. We'll get to that someday. (laughs) Um, uh, And we may have, you know, had two female presidents by the time we get to that. Um, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Um, But so I don't get it because like, okay, maybe he's her therapist. Mm. But then like they're having dinner together. Yeah. Toward the end, which is kind of
0: odd. Yep. It is weird. I don't know uh i don't know either and it's also kind of funny because she basically goes to him for therapy and then it's just like no you're actually wrong about everything and i know the answers here i
1: know and the way she talks about it though is is so like therapist annoying you know yeah. she's like you're almost there
0: elliot she sounds like us basically <laughs> <laughs> no I know she doesn't no, i love that she has a dream book do you have a dream book i've definitely woken up and written down dreams because really yeah just if something then i'll i never go back and read read what it was but uh-huh. like yeah like if i because you know i like to write as well so sometimes that like i just feel like oh that could help with my writing but it never does right. <laughs> it's always just nonsense in the end right and um and yeah i don't know i well, don't dream
1: I, I, I dream, and I, I don't really need a dream diary because I would just be writing like Jenna Malone naked like nice. every every night, basically. Nice. Um, Finally got the Jenna Malone reference <laughs> in. <laughs> well, she was Harriet the Spy, right? Was she? No. Oh, that was Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh, yes. yes Jenna yes. Malone yes. was the one that got knocked up and saved.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Slamming. Yeah.
0: Both Nickelodeon girls, though, at least? I
1: think so. No, she's not a Nickelodeon girl. I thought she was on some show. just thinking of Amanda Bynes. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I don't have dreams about Amanda Bynes, uh, fortunately. <laughs> if I did, I'd probably go see someone about it.
0: Yeah, you definitely have to. Um, so I guess to circle back a little bit to the Meadow thing um, and Janice there. And, well,
1: yeah, Janice is not a good parent, but she's totally self-centered. I yeah. mean, one of the things that I think about that Tony said to Richie April is, when's the last time you thought of anyone but Richie April? Right, and I was and I was thinking like, wait, but you could totally say that about like most of the people in this episode. Oh, big time, yeah. Except Melfi, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, but Janice's reaction to the to the house party at Livia's house, how at first she's kind of like, you know what they say about kids if they do twenty wrongs, forgive nineteen of them or whatever. Forget, yeah, ignore ignore nineteen or nine or whatever. Um, but then I just think it's interesting when she shows up at the house. She's like pulls out the total disability check. The name two hundred bucks. I didn't see even see it's the It's for two hundred bucks. Uh, but I, I, uh, Jesus Christ, that's sad. Um, but the name on it is Parvati Wasatch, <laughs> her, yeah. her new name. But then she has a very soprano reaction when she goes into the house, which I think is really interesting.
1: Yeah, she 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 got unparvaded.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and I that's think a good point. It comes up uh, a couple times in this episode, especially between her and Richie um because you know he's getting out and experiencing a brand new world everything's changed since he's come out right um and they both talk about how much they've changed and mm-hmm. how they are doing downward dog and all this other stuff which but, is so weird to see yeah but um we're seeing that like she's already slipping back into soprano world and soprano right. and i get we can only assume that he's going to do the same thing and it's just kind of like you know it touches on like the general theme of the show people like always thinking and trying to change and how hard that is to really do it know? really it really is
1: difficult and um i can't find the thing to make this chair not lean back um
0: <laughs> i actually have a really hard time with office chairs i'm not yeah, gonna me lie. too it's
1: really hard when you're a freelancer <laughs> you <know? laughs> we should have like a freelancer's like idiot's guide to like not having the chairs recline
0: yeah Freelancers are the, the troubles are the office chair, mm-hmm. and then what's the Wi Fi? <laughs> is this the bathroom? And is this water for everybody? <laughs> is this water for everybody? Yeah.
1: Or, or in my case, like it, it, or in both of our cases these days, is this booze for everybody? Yeah, true. And then you feel like it's a trap, and you want to be like, Are you sure? I'm going to ask someone else just to make sure that you're not just wrong. Right. You know what I mean? But um, no, it's very hard for people to change. Parvati is like drawn to. The the bullshit in New Jersey, like a moth to a flame, she like yeah. can't stay away. She gets a whiff of Richie Aprile, and yeah, she gets a whiff of Richie April, and she's like immediately intrigued yeah she has a great line in the hospital where she says after all i've put into getting where i am right (laughs) and i'm like uh (laughs) which is where exactly yeah i know back back to jersey and i think she feels like she's made progress in her life but all she's done is like be away and try to just like completely be a different person as opposed to change who
0: she actually is yeah well it's really it's really hard it's like extremely hard like starting over always seems appealing but you know that's just because it's like you know it's just it's just hard to do it's really so, hard yeah to do.
1: sometimes i feel like running away and like just starting a new life yeah in like the fucking in like cleveland yep. or something or like like Canada <laughs> and then I think you know I'd probably just wind up having the Sopranos podcast like, <laughs> eating too many else. sandwiches yeah, with somebody <laughs> else like you couldn't stay away <laughs> <laughs> like that'd be funny if I disappeared and then like six months later you found out that there's like a Sopranos podcast yeah, happening no fucking in ZD, no, eh? Nova Scotia <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this is no fucking ZD <laughs> What's uh, this all the about? only podcast about the Sopranos
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that one better actually. <laughs>
1: yeah, well uh ZD yeah. season approaching. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Uh yeah, no, it's hard to change. I mean, and you've said to me before in like pretty much every bar. I in whispered here one time. You whispered, but like at every bar <laughs> basically that we've ever been to. Oh, we've talked about how you feel like the show is basically about people trying to change. Yes. And um, I think that this episode is just, like, just a fucking triage as far as that's concerned. It
0: is, yeah. It's about people trying to change and just, like, and just how much work it is. It's, like... And failing and dying before yeah, they can. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of the time because um, I, I think a lot of people have written about it being like how it's a show about how people can't change, but I don't think that's true. I think that it's actually just that it's very hard to do.
1: It's very hard to do, and I think that it's interesting also in the show to compare the people who don't want to change. That's true, too. Like Junior, like Polly, like Richie. Richie doesn't want to change. Not at all, yeah. Clearly wasn't rehabilitated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, but, well, like, that's what's interesting is because these guys are fucking, like, committed, you know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah, want yeah. to be, and, like, you know, and even Beansy, Beansy changed but he got you know just when he thought he was out exactly. he got hit by a ford explorer
0: well it's crazy because tony makes him say in the hospital that like hey we're old school right and he's like yeah 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 like we're old like they just all hold on to this stupid bullshit that's like from the godfather basically yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you know? Well,
1: it's really dumb and he's fucking like dude it's terrible i think that tony like feels really guilty mm-hmm. about it but also doesn't care Enough. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he's 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 essentially visiting beans to save face.
0: Yeah, and to make sure it was Richie to see like I think. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and also, yeah, to make sure he doesn't go to the popo. Yeah, exactly. That probably that too. Uh,
1: but I was thinking like <sighs> we're jumping ahead a lot, but okay. but as far as Feach is concerned, if Feach had hit someone with a car. Mm. Well, essentially, essentially all I'm saying is that all of the, all that I want to say this, I promise you um, <laughs> all, all that I'm trying to say is basically like um, it was a perfect opportunity to actually get Richie back in the slammer because yeah. he's clearly on parole any whiff of him <laughs> we're spelling Richie. A lot. any any whiff of richie Ap- april dick april ha- having, 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 <laughs> any whiff of the dick um like having hit beans with the car and the and he'd be to the police and he'd be like right back in in prison yeah. and i feel i've always felt like that was a great opportunity for tony to just nip it in the bud well, but he doesn't know to yet
0: right well but he does speaking of change i guess like he, when he, when Feech is the problem, he does say, I'm pretty sure this is going out of memory now because it's been a while since I watched it, but he does say, have I learned nothing from of Real?" Yeah. He,
1: that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Okay, and then yeah. he does that. But what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying is that it was like basically handed to him. He should have been like, yeah, tell your wife to tell the cops. Cool.
0: Interesting. Yeah. That's or something. True, I mean, I guess
1: he couldn't do that um, and have beans know that it was him. Yeah, I guess that's unchill.
0: Because of the old schoolness about it, you know, he would get in trouble for it. It's so not chill, yeah. I really, okay,
1: yeah, it's super not chill. And <laughs> I feel really bad for Beans because, like, he's not made. He doesn't have yeah. any protection. And yet, Tony is like, we do our own dirty laundry, right? Yeah. And he's, like, hitting him with fucking, like, these, these, these tropes and these cliches yeah. that are so, like... You're sitting there going, "Uh, yeah. this isn't the time for that," you know, like. But it he, just feel bad.
0: He does have the great line about not wanting wanting to wipe Beansy's ass, which is excellent.
1: that is actually really funny. Yeah. He says, "He says, what does he say? Like the nose is as far as I'm going." Yeah,
0: yeah, which is a great little scene. Uh, the last thing I was going to say about about Richie too is just like what is also kind of interesting about it is like everyone on the show talks about like, you know, the again the old school mobsters and mm-hmm. how they wish it was kind of like the way it used to be and now they're kind of faced with someone who's like from that time period mm-hmm. and he's just a huge fucking pain in the ass yeah exactly and
1: that's the huge that's the huge um contradiction in the whole thing is that essentially they're like waxing the stuff essentially they're like waxing nostalgic about yeah you know the Godfather and the good old days. I mean, the show starts like literally the first episode. It starts with Tony talking about how like he missed the good old days. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's that means that he's operating under the assumption that there were some good old days, right? But I think that what we can kind of see is that well, I guess we don't know about the past particularly, but we can what well, what we can see is that all these dudes who who complain about this are part of the problem. Yeah, you know. Because Tony prefers to, like, not deal with these guys who are supposed to be really honorable coming out of the can. The guys who didn't flip. Right. And so now, like, I, what, what does Tony expect? You know, like, pussy or whoever, you know, they see Richie Aprile come out of the can and, like, have, like, all these terrible issues. Yeah. And they're expected to just, like, go and, like, serve their sentence and then assume they're going to come back out and it's chill. It's just
0: fine, yeah. Yeah. Because
1: none of the guys that come out back into the Soprano family thrive. No, not at all. At all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, P- Polly's in in jail for like a, a little bit here and there,
0: right? But it's like not, yeah, it's but, like a year or something like. Yeah,
1: that. but no one does their like a, a big real felony sentence and then it comes back and they're like,
0: okay, cool guys, like let's yeah. keep going, you know? Yeah, no, not at all. And so, wait, one last thing, I guess. Also, the the blowjob scene. Oh, like,
1: uh, Richie April's a
0: gay guy. Yeah, like he is. I mean, can he, he not get it up, or like? No, does, I think he's just imagining that she's a guy. That's what they turn the light off, and that's I, that's always confused me. Is, I, is it supposed to be I that? Think he's or also is he like, a total psycho. Well, yeah, that he for sure. Yeah, because he he goes from that to like immediately finding Beansy and, and running him over with the car. And it's like, was he like, is yeah, is that supposed to be the case that like he can't do it now with the girl? He's or imagining
1: like... that Beansy's giving him the blowjob. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, or is he? Just I don't so know. I mean, consumed, that, I that's know. the thing. I think that he feels, um, maybe he feels like it's a big sh- sh- charade or something, like welcome welcoming him back.
0: I don't know, because I would have had a great time personally. And, um, <laughs> getting,
1: getting blown on your job.
0: Yeah. I oh, know. I was going to, I was the stripper in the scenario. Actually, oh. <laughs> <laughs> The one, the,
1: the one rubbing his shoulders yeah, while he's, I just the turned the up. light on and off. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And I
0: flashed the light. I'm like, yeah. all right, guys, wrap it up. Do I get a tip too? <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. I think that he might be getting used to being with women again. Maybe that's 10 it. years is a fucking long time.
0: Well, we, do, he does later. He gets with Janice, yeah. but
1: he has to put a gun to her head. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, God, it's, it's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's so weird. It is weird. He's such a fucking psycho. Yeah. And I think that like if we thought that there were any crazy guys like in season one, like like Mikey Palmisi was a psycho, but he was like a hilarious cartoon psycho yeah. and he was so much fun to watch. But yeah. Richie April is just like holy shit. Yeah, this guy scares the crap out of me.
0: Yeah, right from the outset. He's just
1: and he's never away. funny. No, he doesn't have one funny line in like the, the entire season.
0: Nah, yeah, well, like we laugh at him a bunch of times. But yeah, he doesn't have a sense of humor himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, now's as good a good time as any, I guess, to we'll take a break for uh, for part one, act one, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's intermission, guys. Go to the bathroom and get yourself a drink and uh, we'll flash the lights when we're ready for part two. And we don't want no scrubs coming back. (laughs) No.
1: All right, listen up, maggots. <laughs> yeah. We're back. We just wanted to kind of like, you know, get the party started.
0: Love that song. Really love that song. That's a really good song.
1: Yeah. That's actually um you know, they were going to use that in the final scene. <laughs> <laughs> um coming out.
0: Okay, anyway. Um well, Rocco's modern life. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right welcome back to no fucking zd uh we're still talking to the fucking you
1: s2 e3 part two yes
0: um so let's talk about uh we got only a little bit of olivia and only a little bit of junior in this episode only a little old persons
1: yeah exactly and and junior is uh in the doctor's office yeah surprise
0: yeah, There's not really much Junior. I guess it's not really too much to say. Uh, another thing that just it's more about Richie there I guess. Getting well, used to the whole. Uh,
1: Richie offers to fucking kill Tony.
0: Yeah so again yeah. <laughs> <Whoopsie>. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, junior's once again faced with that decision but um, yeah he is. Steers clear of it this time at the very least. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah I think that's more just about Richie just kind of getting Just he doesn't understand this new world that they live in. No he doesn't but Then again, neither does Junior. No, that's true. (laughs) Um,
1: I think that that was interesting because Junior kind of like considers it, I think. Does he consider it for a moment? That's kind of how he acted.
0: Yeah, and he'll consider it again briefly in this season as well um, later down the line. With basically the same conversation. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, But I don't know. I don't think he's really considering it too much right now. Maybe he
1: just likes the loyalty and he likes being treated like the boss. Yeah,
0: for sure. And um, his balls tickled. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think there's there's too much to read into that quite yet. But you know, we see that they know each other. You know, setting some stuff setting some stuff up for later for sure. Uh, right. You know, they're like the closest in age, I guess. I suppose um, they are. I mean, no, Richie's
1: not that much older than like Pussy, and well, he's older than Tony, but he's in the same generation.
0: I guess so. Yeah,
1: I think that Junior's still old as fuck. But I think that I think that Junior is a lot is with richie in that he's like stuck in another time right another era
0: that's true that's very true
1: i know uh <laughs> <laughs> well great thanks for listening guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um that's you know the it. one thing Hands breaking up
0: <laughs> the uh we mentioned fitch lamana but actually just this you just reminded me of this again um there's two things like that, that that's kind of foreshadowing in a way Mm -hmm. because he mentions the feature Lamana card game a little bit oh right and how richie kind of bailed tony out so richie's a little bit older than tony and a little (laughs) bit older than jackie but not uh yeah not junior's age i guess
1: no exactly and and richie like remembers this stuff but richie was young i guess when that shit went down but not as young as those other guys yeah he's a big brother he's like the tony's big brother but tony doesn't have a lot of good experiences with people that helped to raise him, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, no, not at all. Um, And I think that, uh, I think he's right not to trust. I just just don't think he trusts Richie at all from the beginning. And it's like when Richie goes and visits, I mean, Richie visits basically everyone in Tony's family, <laughs> except for AJ and and Meadow
0: and Carmella, you know? Right, yeah. And he'll get there. He'll visit Carmella at some point. He will. And he gives him the dick.
1: Yeah, and it. there's a
0: great soundtrack to that scene when he does, and I can't wait to use that song in the podcast.
1: What what song is it? Fields
0: of Gold by Sting. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, totally. I, we'll talk about it when we get to that episode.
1: Do you ever just, like, sit in your kitchen drinking coffee, staring off in, I in actually, nowhere, like, listening to Sting? Yeah. Sometimes when I just need to, like, chill. <laughs> just when I need to, like... You know, stop and smell the roses. Yeah, like, whoa, let's cool off a little bit. All right, put on some fields of
0: gold. One whiff of sting. N- sting, <laughs> Sade, Day, <laughs> uh, and a little old Jan- Janet Jackson. Um, yeah, he does. So he goes to visit Livia, who uh, Tony re- refuses to visit, even though she's one floor above Beans. Basically, yeah. So,
1: so, so this season he has not had any contact with Olivia so far.
0: Not yet. No, she called the house. She talked to Carmella but he has not talked to her has not talked to her the that's dragon right. lady he's for forbade his children from saying her name even in the household he brings her up once in this episode and uh and aj immediately calls him out on it but, yeah but tony true. has a but
1: he but he refers to her as janice's mother
0: <laughs> that's great i didn't notice that actually yeah. that's how I slipped by yeah um yeah, he himself has not gone to see her at all yet.
1: Okay, so that's good to remember because there's there're like these parallel things going on. Yeah. Where Janice is like dealing with Tony and then going to Livia and being like, "Uh," and then going back to Tony and Carmela and being like, "Uh," and then going back to Livia. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: she's just bouncing back and forth being alienated by her family. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. um and also like suddenly now talking like, "Oh, if I don't take care of her," she's talking to Richie in the hospital about about her mom, and she's just like, if I don't take care of her, nobody will. Well, she's had a change of
1: heart, I guess. Yeah. She sees an opportunity to stick around.
0: Yeah, and she's taking on like a new slash probably old role a little bit. And right. Like, like being like, oh, you know, like I'm the daughter here to take care. I don't know. Everyone on the show like likes to take on these roles. Like the good son, the good daughter, even if they don't really... Feel like that at all? And I yeah, feel like but I the think that
1: I, I think that Janice is hustling. You, I mean, you don't think like maybe? Oh well, she, yeah, that too. Yeah, you don't think maybe she saw Richie and she was like, maybe I can stick around and take care of my mom.
0: Yes, I think you're. Or right. maybe
1: yeah. maybe she feels like now that Tony's out of the way and doesn't want to talk to her, she can swoop in and like like line herself up for some nice inheritance. Yes, or for, something for sure. The yeah. lost Dutchman's gold.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, that is a hundred percent there. Um, for yeah, but Olivia scene is fantastic her in the hospital trying to figure out that remote control is unbelievable and um, oh it's so good and that woman sitting
1: near her who's actually like a sensible old woman yeah is like you know you could just, just chill out you know it's, yeah. never you mind <laughs> It's great. And she's so angry. And like I love that the the channels that they have her flipping through. It's like it's like fucking like basketball and like explosions and car racing and then like kung fu like ninja samurai shit. Yeah.
0: And then like and then she's at the end of the channels and it went back around. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um anyhow. Anyhow, uh yeah, Janice and, and Richie getting back together is is interesting. Uh it's interesting that they were ever together in the first place.
1: I guess. Yeah. You find all this stuff. I love how they just like, kind of like throw in this backstory that, Yeah, that, that, you know, there's no way they were thinking about this in season one.
0: Yeah. And you know, not to keep coming back to the feach thing or any, like I'm kind of repeating myself at this point, but I did kind of think about that. Like this, the first scene between, Richie and Beansy they're both brand new characters that we've never met before oh that's a good point and you just kind of get dropped right in but they have a rich backstory and then you know Richie men- mentions Feach and I kind of remember when season five first aired and Feach was just kind of dropped in like I mean and throughout the show there were fans who complained about like oh this character was just we're, we're supposed to believe that he was just always there like oh it's so unrealistic blah 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 but then i noticed today like that they're mentioning Feech as early as season two and i'm kind of like well maybe they were just mentioning these people all along and like we just weren't noticing yeah and I it's mean, like
1: I, well did they ever mention richie in the like because we had jackie april in season yeah. one i don't i don't remember now i have to go back and look but i mean i don't I, I don't feel like like they did too much but honestly like that's how shit goes you know like like I've known you for ages, and I'll like show up at your birthday party, and there'll be a, there'll be some dude, you yeah. know that I've never met, who was like in the fucking navy or some shit like that. <laughs> and I'll just be like, and I'll just be like, bro, like this is really lazy writing. Yeah, like, I can't believe you never mentioned him before. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> whenever I meet someone
0: new, I mention all of my friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, Feach Lamana. Yeah, exactly. I, I just tell everybody about Feach. Yeah, that's all. I'm always talking about Feach. It says a lot that it's still it's like such a great episode and it really doesn't focus on like the main characters all that much. It's no. like a brand new character, but you're still just like I'm into it. you're still you're still equally into interested, it. Yeah. Well and
1: we also learn a few things. Like for example, like Tony not talking business, like when he's yeah. talking to Richie April and like he gets up right when Richie starts talking about getting a shy going. Right. I mean he's not very subtle about it. No, not at all. He's not good at the mob mobster talk. Yeah. But like Tony just just goes <clears throat> and he just gets up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then he fucking meets him at a sharper image or something, yeah. And they're in the mall, like I think that that's. I mean, I got to be honest. If I was those guys, I would be discouraged. Also, like like it's not as it, like Tony's version of the mafia. And again, this is what makes him such a good mobster, is that in his version of the mafia, like it's not about being cool really. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, We're gonna meet in a mall because it's safe, but I think that Rich it doesn't fit like this image that Richie April has right. of the mafia and what he remembers of it and he's not willing to change. And I mean It doesn't really bite him in the ass, I suppose. Other stuff does. Yeah.
0: I mean he's he's one he's like one of the few characters who like straight up just refuses Outwardly to do it like other people pretend that they want to change janice pretends that she wants to change i guess tony does in a way I think too. janice
1: does want to change because things are so painful but she just like can't stay away yeah i guess a part of her doesn't
0: yeah yeah i mean she's too she's too much like her mom to you know it's so dramatic and she yeah. just blames everybody else she does she, nothing nothing's ever her fault either yeah it's very true it's really
1: true and then like you know the thing that they were like 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 when she's talking to carmela about she finally apologized. She's listened to her like smooth <laughs> masturbation music. Right. I bet she was about to get going with the pocket rocket. Probably. Um, Hitachi wand. <laughs> Hitachi wand. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? How does that make any sense? You have to get like an extension cord out. <laughs> I, I don't know. And where did they suddenly come from? <laughs> I know. It's like everybody knows what they are once you turn 18. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, okay.
0: But they are back massagers. Like that's what they're made for. Right. Or are they just vibrators?
1: I've never seen anyone mass- <laughs> I've never seen anyone massaging someone's back with one in a porno so <laughs>
0: um,
1: okay well I don't know I, I don't know I'm not sure to yeah. be honest um, tweet us porn stars there's yeah. got to be a porn star listening to this yes yeah,
0: someone Gina Lynn, you're on the show if you have Twitter uh, just tweet at us and tell us what yeah. How you massage your back?
1: Any other porn stars? Many of you weren't born when this aired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we're like really getting to that
1: point. <laughs> That's how actually. old we are. Yeah. Oh um, lord. So, anyways, um, but <laughs> how do we get? It? Oh yeah. So Janice puts on her music to yes. crank it by. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we got to find out what that song is by we the should, way, because yeah. Yeah. I want to have a fucking slow dance to it yeah. like, tomorrow. <laughs> um, but she apologizes to Car- Carmella. And then you think wow this is interesting janice mm-hmm. is like apologizing and then she talks about how she didn't get she was
0: like denied the experience of being a parent Jesus, yeah which uh, you know is just like well what did she what did janice really do you know well she
1: doesn't have ever kid like any any parent i mean mother or any parent for that matter that just doesn't like fight for contact with their kid it's just like this is your problem you yeah know what exactly I mean? and then she says that she might have been on like canada's enemy radicals <laughs> oh, list God. or something like she's really proud of it you yeah know? for i like, pro-
0: probably like protesting like who the fuck knows picking flowers basically. yeah exactly <laughs> protesting flowers. <laughs> um yeah uh, janice is a weird one for sure and, and janice we're calling her now i mean she's she's back right i mean from this point like I feel like she doesn't get called Parvati much after this point. Richie
1: calls her Parvati
0: though. Yeah, we'll have to see, but like Janice is it's it's she's becoming Janice again. She's saying Omarone, oh, you know. She's like
1: What's Omarone?
0: Oh, I well, I'm an Irish guy from Boston, so that probably sounded terrible, but you know how the Italians say like uh, Oh Marone. Yeah. Marone. Shut oh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually saying Oh, Mark Marone is what
1: I said. Mark I'm Marone, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he wanted us to have he wanted to actually be one of the NFZers but he we did, said, yeah. said no we had to turn we him said, down we don't think you have a future in podcasting no clearly not we don't think you'll get any good interviews yeah <laughs> nothing
0: just as he got one of the Obamas <laughs> I'm not a- even <laughs> sure which Obama he got <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Obama <laughs> <laughs> um we should advertise that that we're getting an Obama on the show and find a Jeff Obama or something like that <laughs> that's like how like
1: everybody knew someone whose uncle's name was bill gates right (laughs) like anyways um i i I just like when i'm old i want to be olivia yeah playing with that thing not being able to get the bed work you can't get the tv to work and yeah you wish
0: the lord would take you yeah you know what i wish we did is we kept a running count of how many times she said that because it'd be great. I'm not going to go back. But
1: I'm sure that there's a loyal ZD fan Probably. out there who's willing to do that for us. Yeah. And um, if you want to, it would be interesting for us to know.
0: Yeah. We just want to know. I mean, we're not ever going to talk about it on the podcast or thank you. But, uh, nope, <laughs> but we'll know. Not.
1: All these podcasts have already been recorded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we recorded them in 1997. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's kind of put let's tie off Mm -hmm. um the uh the richie april storyline so far okay so tony um meets richie again in the mall Mm -hmm. and richie is standing in front of the victoria's secret just staring (laughs) (laughs) like i've tried my whole life not to look like that because that's (laughs) like as you're walking by you know what i mean yeah they make it very difficult
0: yeah He's just this short little man standing in front of these mannequins. Look with his hands in his pockets. Oh, just ridiculous. <laughs> Legs just spread like wider than hip width. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, cool. <laughs> what do
1: you guys have in there? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Tony has a great line where he says, I'm the motherfucking fucking one that calls the shots. Yes. And I wonder if that was
0: written that way. Or if that was just, like, him, like, getting really into it. But it's a brilliant line. I wonder. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I know. It's great. The way he delivers it is fantastic. Uh, David Preval, the actor there playing Richie, is equally just, like, uh, he doesn't doesn't even flinch, really. Those Manson lamps are fucking unreal. (laughs) Well, then Tony tells him to get lost. Mm
1: -hmm. And they have this kind of, like, challenging moment. So... So I guess they leave tension high at the end of the episode.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. Just like with Meadow, there's really nothing Tony can do. He's a made guy. Beans is not. You know, I mean, Beans is not a made guy, but he's a better guy. That's true. He's a, he he's a stand-up guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate how much they say that in this episode. It makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, there, there's just nothing Tony can do quite yet. And you're right. I, it is. That's a, that's a really good point about the feech thing. It's like. Yeah, he could have, but he would have to like, he would have to break his old schoolness and uh, or however you want to say it, and uh, and rat this guy out, which just goes against everything they believe.
1: I know, but like, <laughs> I f- it would have been such a good thing to do. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. it made for a good season of television having did, Richie yeah. around. I mean, I, spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah, Richie but-
0: does. He is one of the great antagonists here. I I'm partial to to Ralphie as just a character. I like Ralphie a lot. I just I love the character of Ralphie, but what about Junior? Don't forget. Yeah, but Junior was Junior. He he wasn't. I guess he just didn't have that psycho side of him that like really made him like a villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like a
1: big frady cat. Yeah, I think you're
0: totally right. Uh, If anything, Livia was the was the bigger bad guy in season one. Or honestly, I mean, the season one equivalent, I guess, would be like you said, Mikey. But even Mikey, like. You know, it yeah, wasn't the same.
1: No, I no, not at all. And and Mikey was like an offshoot of an of an
0: antagonist. I never felt like, yeah, I never felt like Mikey was gonna um like explode like Richie does and uh, do something as crazy as run somebody over multiple times, multiple uh, times. Yeah, like, no
1: joke. Yeah. So let's talk about Richie visiting Olivia actually, because that's that's an interesting thing how they, did we already mention that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, I just like how she says pimps, pimps beep. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that's all I wanted to make sure that yeah. we mentioned pimps beep. <laughs> uh great line. Well, the last thing, I guess just to wrap up the meadow thing here, um, her going back to the house and is your nose right on the microphone? <laughs> uh, can you guys hear me smelling? I'm just trying to get a whiff, get a of, a whiff of the <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: um, the uh meadow going to clean up the house is kind of it's there's there's i i I still don't know exactly why she does that i guess you can kind of argue a couple different things. not
1: because she felt like it
0: not because she felt like it i think it's like no i don't know she she yeah I, i i it's it's kind of unlike her there's we don't really see an exact reason why it happens i guess except for she just Maybe feels guilty. Maybe she feels like she has to be the good daughter there or something. Or, or
1: I think that what happened was Carmella and perhaps Tony had some sort of change of heart after the conversation with Janice. Mm. You know?
0: Oh, when they get into like the big fight there? Yeah. Because yeah.
1: Cause she says, you know, oh, three weeks without a credit card. That's some heavy shit. Because, I mean... Car- Carmella's no dummy. I mean, she keeps saying, she's punished, she's punished. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, wait. I mean, I guess Tony maybe didn't have a change of heart, but maybe Carmella did and and decided to, to punish Oh, Meadow maybe. Moore.
0: I hadn't thought of that, actually. Maybe. Or, yeah, I guess I assumed that Meadow made the choice herself to go do it, but I don't know. I uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, because I, I, like, Tony's so surprised when he sees her there. And, like, they're going to change the locks and stuff. It just seemed like... Yeah, I don't know.
1: That's strange though, because like I just really feel like she wouldn't have done that. She's such a bitch in this episode.
0: <laughs> she's such a little bitch. Well, she's like trying to be an adult in some way. You know, she well, has is she that... rebelling against then by cleaning it up? Is she rebelling against Janice? Maybe. Or it's just that yeah, maybe she I, it might be because she heard them fighting and I wonder if like, you know I mean she she is a soprano for sure. Yeah, and this whole episode is kind of about people like, you know, kind of coming back to that or realizing who they are. Maybe she heard everyone fighting and felt some kind of sense of like, oh, I don't want to split up the Soprano family in a way, and felt like she had to keep the like in in some way she had to like accept her role as a Soprano and part of this clan. Gosh, you really are in love with her, aren't you, Janice? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not Janice.
1: Um, but I just you you think so highly of Meadow. No, well. Yeah,
0: no, I don't know. I I I mean
1: I, like has never in, in like the million times I've watched this episode, it has never crossed my mind that she did this because she felt like it.
0: Well, I for some reason I, I
1: mean, thought I, I I like I love like when she is suffering like that, <laughs> I, I get a stiffy. Like when she has that look on her face like a woody. Cl- cleaning up the the barf. Yeah, I get a woody. <laughs> I get a big woody. I
0: guess to, I guess I thought at some point like before I rewatched it you know, for this episode, I, I thought that there was like a more direct scene where someone like tells her to go do it or like in my head, there was like a reason she was going to do it. But then this time around, I was like, oh, they don't really explain it that that much.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't explain it. That's the thing is that that's the thing that kind of twists my brain is that Tony's surprised to see her there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing I can think about is just that, like, it's it's another comment on, like, how slow change is. Like, it even takes, like, generations of people for things to change.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, and even if uh, that's true, but also like, so let's go with the idea that perhaps, um, Meadow did this because she wanted to, Mm. um, because she decided to on her own accord. Right. I mean, it, it takes time for people to realize that they've done something wrong. You know, like I know that like the joke that my girlfriend always makes is (laughs) like, like, Oh, I always tell you about, I mean, she thinks she like told me about every cool thing that I've ever heard of, which is like simply not true. Yes. Um, and because she grew up in New York and we now live here, she's like, she's like, you know, like she'll take me to a good sushi place and she'll be like, see, sushi's really good. You should <laughs> listen to me more. And I'm like, I know I I had that before in my life. You grew up in California. Yeah. like the, the
0: word sushi is I mean, like it, could in be, America. it could be
1: fucking anything. It could be like a smoothie or like a, like fried chicken or something. Yeah. Just be like, I, what do you think? I lived in a freezer before I met you. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> um, so. But all I'm saying is that, like, sometimes I'll be told something and then it'll take me, like, maybe two hours and I'll be like, no, you're right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sometimes it's that little. And we'll, like, revisit the topic and I'll be like, no need to explain yourself. You're correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And perhaps something sunk in with Meadow that she should stop acting. So, I mean, but that's the thing is that, like, so when they're singing that incredible. Masterpiece, mm-hmm. no scrubs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Beach Boys song. <laughs> the, Beach Boys, the Beach Boys song. I believe there's a Pavarotti version as well. Um, uh, when when they're singing that, and and by the way, Meadow taking the upper harmony, like Jamie Lynn Sigler, like just just chill out. Yeah. Um, well,
0: when we were watching that, we talked about how she's preparing for her album that was going to drop like two years later, which
1: the... I did not know. Oh man. Maybe maybe TLC. Saw her singing while <laughs> making hot chocolate, and was like, "Yo, let's get this bitch a record
0: deal or shizzle." Um, I remember that. Like, I remember that premiering on like TRL or something, and like being a fan of the show and being like, "Oh, I gotta check it out." And it was like, "What?" Just, yeah, I, I kind of, I can like sort of picture images from the music video for that. We'll have to watch it and maybe post it to our Twitter. Um, I want to watch it alone. Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> was it as bad as Jamie Lynn Sigler? Or, uh, what? sorry, was it as bad as, uh, like, Selena Gomez has turned out to be?
0: No, nah, I feel like it was honestly a little bit worse. Sorry. Ooh. Sorry, Jamie Lynn.
1: I guess she's not coming on the podcast
0: anymore. <laughs> Wait.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, all right, that's, we'll cut that out. <laughs> it was better than the Beach Boys, is, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so she was singing, but all I was going to say was that she is so not remorseful mm-hmm. when she's, like, talking to Hunter about it. Hunter, yeah. Um... And like she's just talking about how stupid her parents are, basically. Yeah. And is like spilling shit everywhere yeah. and being, but the, they're adults. The, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm going to be off to college in two short years. I can take care of myself. Jesus. You know, like, but like making hot chocolate the way that she is, and yeah. like, and Hunter who is worse, basically, who's like, excuse me, do they prefer we just go to Limelight? <laughs> like, those are the two choices. Like, they go to like a super drugged out like techno club yeah. in New York City. Or they go and hang out with some dude who's in a K hole at your grandma's house.
0: But they've been studying so much. They need to. Mm. We deserved a deserved day. Jesus. You know who deserves a day?
1: Me. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm going to drop the mic.
0: Yes. Uh, uh I'm out. I think that about wraps it up for tootle Fucking Ooh. Will you blow my nose for me? <laughs> I will. <laughs> That's as far as I will go. Um all right, so that wraps it up for Tootle Fucking Ooh. Uh we are actually gonna take a week off next week, guys sorry uh, don't kill yourselves please yeah, <laughs> yes. uh you can meet us at the motel though okay if you need anything just call the motel go uh, to brendan's house for thanksgiving yes, in massachusetts do. um yeah thanksgiving is next week so we're gonna take a couple days off and then after that you have us for the rest of the year every single day <laughs> we're gonna do 300 podcasts this year yeah and we yeah we may just yet get through every single episode of the sopranos one of these days yes okay uh, so anyway uh, follow us on Twitter at zd. you can talk to us on Reddit you can please subscribe on iTunes please so su-
1: subscribe on iTunes please because that's actually how we make money in yeah, our lives yeah exactly just kidding
0: uh, alright so we're gonna turn all the lights off and stare at each other for the next seven days <laughs> yes, and uh, <laughs> we'll turn everything on next next Sunday night <laughs> commence cryogenic freezing exactly alright guys thank you very much for listening this is NoFuckingZD goodbye
1: sweetheart's name